This is John Walton, and you're listening to the Power Play Point Podcast with the Blue Liner on Point and Anna Knox. Here's Wilson, and on the right side, Welcome once again to the Power Play Point Podcast. You're speaking, well, listening, hopefully, uh, live to tape with me, the Blue Liner on Point, live from Glen Burnie, Maryland. And it's uh, looking out my window and it's a dreary holiday weekend. Well, not holiday, not yet. Uh, if you're celebrating Christmas, that is. But if you're celebrating Hanukkah, I believe the eighth and final night just wrapped up. So, Hopefully it was a, a happy, if not crazy, eight nights for uh, you of the Hebrew faith out there. Uh, with me, as always, is the one and only Mermaid, live to tape from Centerville, Virginia, Anna Knox. Hey, Gal. Hey. Oh, you're feeling festive <laughs> today. I wonder why, why that is. <laughs> a little bit festive. A little <laughs> bit festive. It's bit. uh yeah, finally finally on break, thank God. Um, but I'm still looking forward to officially having a day in which I don't need to change my clothes, I don't need to drive my car, I don't need to go to the store. So I'm hoping that may be Tuesday or Wednesday. So we'll see. Whatever. I'm out in school. So, and my Niners play. <laughs> what right. Um well, the Niners, Niners are in the playoffs already. They've already clinched. So I know, but it's still. I know, I know. You still got still want them to do well, but uh, you. Uh, so you've got a few days left because I'm on a school schedule too. And no, I'm know. off. Oh, oh, you are. Yeah, no. Our last day was Friday. Must be nice because I've got to finish out. Well, not the whole week, but uh, yeah, we're not done till Wednesday. But you know what? For all the years I've been doing this, this is a, really the first time that we've gone, that we've left this early, that we are back in school January 2nd. And that's oh, just okay. a blow. Like, so January is, you know, I always feel like what the weather is like right now, like that is the entire month of January. It's just blah. <laughs> Everyone's like holiday hangover. The kids are annoying, like everything. And I'm like, really? January 2nd, we're coming back? Dang. So, yes, I'm appreciative. I can kind of get things ready in the house, but I really don't have that much to do anyways. And then that I would rather go a couple more days and then go back later in January. But whatever. I don't get to choose. It's the parents of Fairfax County that do. So, yeah, true. And uh, uh, yeah. And, uh, I, I don't, so I don't start till Wednesday or I don't get to, uh, kick back until Wednesday evening caps happen to have a game that night. Nice. Um, so, um, yeah, but we don't start up again till January the 4th because of that. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. They, yeah. Trade-offs all around, I guess. Um, yeah. So it was, uh, hmm, 
like like uh, Anna kind of said, it was kind of a meh week. Uh, caps game wise, um, one regulation win, one regulation loss, one shootout loss, one 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 and one. Yep. And that's gonna that's that's kind of I think this week defined how uh, how we can expect things to go with this team. Um, they're they're good as I like to keep saying, but they're they're not quite there yet in terms of being good enough. Right. And yeah, again, this this week kind of showed that in a lot of different ways, as we'll uh, try try to explain as best as we can. Um, <clears throat> So the focus game I want to be um, yesterday's game uh, against the Predators, and not just for convenience's sake because it was the most recent, but um, again, because it defines this team in a lot of different ways. Um, so let's get through the first two. The first, first one was a win against the Chicago Blackhawks, um, and uh, that was last Sunday night when we last left you. And uh, yeah, it was a pretty good, a pretty good game, a pretty good start anyway. Um, I think the Caps kind of, and this has been kind of their hallmark this year. They they have not finished well mm-hmm. uh, in a lot of their games, and uh, they came kind of close to giving this one away. So they give up the first goal again, six forty nine in, and then Mantha ties it, and then Strom puts them up two one. Dowd puts them up three one, and then Dowd gets another. Um, I actually thought that um, Malenstein got the first goal. Uh, but it was credited to Dowd. So third and fourth for him. Excuse me. No problem. And um, then the then Chicago pulled their goalie and uh, got one late, and they were threatening, but time ran out on them. Um, Caps defense gives up 34 shots. Uh, Kemper gets 32 of them. Not bad. Uh, power play still over. Um, 32 penalty minutes for the Caps in this one. Oh. 32 that is <laughs> i i don't have words well 20 of them 20 of those were two 10 minute misconducts right um with three minutes left to go and yeah uh, again questionable performance by the uh the, the men in the stripes um but not that 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 was to blame um, but uh, all in all, I mean, great game for the third and fourth line. Uh, Mantha, Mantha and McMichael uh, hooking up. Uh, Dylan Strom getting his his eleventh, um, and of course the fourth line, you know, basically slammed the door shut. Right. So thanks to those guys, and uh, Kemp, Kemper did a decent job in goal. And uh, yeah, so but it was uh, you know you gotta you gotta remember it's the it's the Blackhawks and um, well uh, they're not exactly tearing it up this year they're not expected to be much good hence the fact that they got the number one draft pick last year um so yeah uh, that is what all it is so you got to kind of put that in perspective um moving on to their next game which um admittedly uh, neither one of us are going to have much commentary on it was this past thursday um in philly against the flyers um, I was kind of watching this at a distance because I was preparing something for. Um, well, it should as it should have been. It should have been Wednesday. I was under the impression uh, all of our staff would be there on Friday on the Friday after. They weren't. Um, but 
Um, my Thursday evening was somewhat occupied with preparing a few things. Were you doing the, the chocolate grapes? How did you know? Because we've been doing this show for seven years, and each year that's what you do. Oh, okay. God, <laughs> am I that, that freaking predictable? Yes. Yes, you are. Okay. I guess I am. But it's all good. All right. As long as it doesn't mean I'm boring. No. <laughs> no. What? No. Funny. Okay. No, 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 no. I put a twist on them this year. I did chocolate grapes and blueberries. Oh, well, hey, now. <laughs> go crazy now. All yeah. right. Yeah, you know me. That's good. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Mr. Rogers with a chef's hat. Uh, anyway, um, so that's uh, <laughs> that was um, kind of interesting to watch the game um, being stuck, you know, managing uh, a bunch of chocolate, melting chocolate, and uh, kind of sort of trying to watch the game. But uh, from my perspective, well, I, okay, just looking at the score sheet again, caps fall behind early, two mm -hmm. minutes and 14 seconds early. Um, and stop me if you heard this before. Third line ties it. Um, and stop me if you hear this one uh, before. Tom Wilson scores. All right. I mean, I, okay, it, we're Why we're not getting. Me? We never get tired of saying that. But nope. I mean, consider that that you know we're what twenty twenty some games in, and it's already his tenth goal of the year. You know, so that's badass. a good. That's it, a good thing. It's a good thing. But uh, we've been seeing it a lot. So almost come to expect it so i don't get tired of it no we're not tired of it um, um and also definitely not on, not tired of it considering the fact that it was on the power play true um and and uh he roofed it like uh somebody from uh long fences yeah. uh uh caps uh, f uh let the flyers back in though they tie it and uh, strome puts them ahead again flyers tie it again back and forth we go uh overtime was fruitless and then uh shootout was well the shootout and uh, as as was pointed out by uh, another loyal listener diane doyle uh we don't really have the horses in the shootout anymore mm -hmm. uh, like we did um tj oshi was one and uh, he didn't connect. I don't know was Kuznetsov even dressed for this game. I don't think he was. He was not. Um, yeah, he was not dressed for this game. And uh, yes, yeah, so I think there was only one goal in the shootout, and uh, it was by the guy that started the scoring in the first place, Bobby Brink. Uh, Caps again give up thirty-two shots on goal. Charlie Lindgren got twenty-nine of them. Uh, good performance, but not enough to hold off the the surging Flyers, who are actually in second place in the division. So they're not yesterday's Flyers. Um, doing pretty good under court coach Tortorella this year. Yeah, boy. And uh, power play struck once, thank goodness, but again, not enough to make the difference. Uh, Caps had to go on the power play or the penalty kill five times this game. Yeah. Such uh, ass fuckery, and um, I don't know. I'm not going to bleep that out just for uh, uh, effect, uh, because well, because it was really, really, really awful officiating again. Uh, and looking at the officials, well, <laughs> uh, our old friend Bo Halkidis once again makes his presence known by either calling dumb penalties or calling friggin' nothing. Well, I was going to say, or not calling. <laughs> 
two feet in front of his face, <sighs> even though the same call had just been made five minutes earlier. I really can't say enough bad things about the officiating, and I'm allowed to because I'm a fan. So find me the hell all you want. I'm fine with that. Uh, I got no money anyway, so y'all can suck it. <laughs> um, no, well, I, I got money. You could be but... the, the Giuliani of our show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's not get into that, but yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, basically the refereeing sucked again. And uh, I mean, five times, five times they had to go on the damn penalty kill. And that's, yeah, that's not a good thing. I think it played a part in uh, their wearing down because you, you could kind of see that they did break down uh, a lot. Um, uh, Malenstein, unfortunately, made a, a really bad clear that led to one of the goals. I think it was the game tying goal that um that where that happened so unfortunately um you know we said last week about the 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 long-running script for the game i don't know that they have anything planned yet for the third period i don't think they've gotten that far in but work in progress as uh we say um okay so that brings us to last night's game against the predators hmm. and yeah this one Okay, yeah, it's a loss. Yeah, it's going to hurt talking about it. But this one I want to do the deeper dive on because um, I think this was actually something of a winnable game. Um, I think for some reason, again, the Caps <sighs> decide to take too long in getting going. Their, their uh, penalty kill, which has been pretty good, gives up the first goal, 5-0-3 in. So again... Stop me if you've heard me say this before. Caps fall behind, give up the first goal. No other scoring. And then TJ Oshie ties it on the power play in the second period. Caps were, look, the Caps were buzzing in the second yeah. period. Way outshot Nashville. Tilted the ice way in their favor, 13-6. to six. And, and then it just falls off a cliff after that. And, but this is like, uh, a, but again, if I don't know, did you watch the whole game? Oh, I did. Okay, I even so watched a little bit of the replay later just to make sure I caught what I saw. Did you see how fast the Preds started? Oh yeah, and continued. It was kind of like I don't know. The puck dropped, and and they were like, "Okay, let's go!" and fast and and physical and all over the place. And we're like, "Hey guys, wait up!" you know, for, for a little bit, like, and then, then they were kind of like, Oh shit, like this team's not giving, you know, they're not giving up. And that was a disappointing thing because then you're like, okay, second period, look at them. Like they can do this. And then not, you know, it's like, and again, officiating sucked and whatever, but this, this was just one of those, like, Oh, we, I agree. Like we could have had it, but we didn't. It, well, if we could kind of roll that back a little bit to the "Hey guys, wait up!" that it, kind of like the little kid in the Christmas story movie. Well, that that's uh, see, Gil, this is why we do it. Yeah, when he's like, "Come on, guys, Ralphie," <laughs> and it, that's totally what it what it felt like. It was it was like they predators came out. God, that fan base is insane. 
they were pumped and ready to go. And we were kind of, we were just like, I don't know, five steps behind. Hey guys, you know, come on now. Yeah. Um, And what's worse is the predators played the night before this was the back end of a back to back for them. And they were clearly the team that was more prepared to start and finish the game. Yeah, true. And it was like, okay, well, we know we're going to have to weather the storm at some point. But let's go ahead and get off to a pretty good start. And they did. And, uh, yeah, they were far more the aggressive team. And it showed. And, you know, I don't think the Caps had an answer for that. And. Now, this this is why we're doing the deep dive on this game, because it was it could have been played a lot better. Um, Maybe they don't get the win, but maybe they get more than a loss in regulation. Who knows? Right. But yeah. um, And even when they controlled the play, unfortunately, it got turned around and backfired on them because during one of those, well, the, the back end of, uh, I would say about, about the, uh, I want to say of the 11th or 12th minute of the second period, they really, really took over and completely took over, you know, stayed in the Predators end of the ice for a good two, three, four minutes solid. And then at the tail end of that rally, um, and if if you watch the replay, um, there could have been this could have been played a little bit differently. But it, if you if you watch it, um, there was kind of a, a bit of a miscommunication. And it looks to me like Joel Edmondson kind of if, if he really put out a little bit of effort, maybe, you know, leans in and, you know, puts his stick on the ice flat. He blocks that clear that ends up on. Phil Tomasino's stick mm-hmm. and and what so he so that he gets that breakaway and you know th- which ends up being the game winner but six of one half dozen of the other I, I guess I guess maybe he could have maybe he couldn't have but you know a little bit more effort there maybe that rush gets stopped and it's a different ball game but still um th- here, here we are again. They make one mistake, and it's in the back of the net. And the name of the goalie isn't Kemper; it's Lindgren this time. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I just, I just wanted to. I'm not, I'm not trying to twist the knife into the into into Charlie's fans, which uh, he he's got a hey, he's got a dedicated fan group. I don't. I'm kind of opposed to that. I mean, you you you. We got we have our favorites. We we've got our guys, but when uh, to me, when it comes to the goalies, you you support them both. Right. Um, so we that's, that's kind of this group. <laughs> I, I know, but that's, it, you know, it's kind of a kind of a hallmark of this group, you know, but, you know, I get that Charlie has his fans, but, you know, again, it, it could it have been stopped maybe, but it was a breakdown of the defense. It was a miscue, a misplay that led to the goal. And what are you going to do? Yeah. And it proves that it can happen no matter who is in the net. And until they learn to cut down on that, until they learn to get more in sync with each other, this kind of thing is going to happen. And it's going to show up a lot more over the course of this year. So as a reminder, again, this is going to be something that 
we're going to have to get used to for this this year because they're still trying to figure it out and they're going to spend the better part of the year figuring it out. Um, now, if they're on the trajectory that they're on, they stay on that trajectory, then they will have it a lot better figured out. You know, pardon my broken English sometime next year, I would think. But, um, you know, this, this is year one in a three year plan, three year plus year plan that is going to have to, it's, you, you need things to cook. You need time to, you know, to gel. You know, Anna, when you make one of your, your famous meals, you don't, pull it off the stove five minutes after you put it on, do you? Of course not. Of course not. You don't turn off the burner. You don't stop cooking until you're actually done cooking. Right. And unfortunately, the caps aren't done cooking yet. Well, I think what happens is, you know, we, we hit the the ebb and flow of of being fans of a sports season that is incredibly long, you know? Yes, and, I could could not have said it better myself. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, like when we talk, when you joke about like, oh, you know, the Niners, well, it's like, okay, they've got 16 games and then like, you know, we're done, you know, kind of thing. And um, when you're doing this, it's like we start off strong and everyone's on board. And then, you know, then there's, there's got to be the the target player that everyone is like, why do we have Phillips or why do we have so-and-so? Um, and then we got to do the goalie thing and then everyone's supporting, you know, now everyone's a huge Mantha fan. Mm -hmm. Weren't a couple months ago. So we're just, we're in the ebb of flow of fandom. That's what it is right now. And, you know, what we're seeing is, is the cringeworthy transition team. You know, our vets are getting older. We're not hearing their names as often. Uh, I wrote that thing on our Facebook page last night about, you know, the hockey gods with Ovechkin. I, again, will say the mad respect I have for him as an athlete, not just because he's a Capitals player, but just as an athlete in general, he did not give up last night. My God, just cut him a break. <laughs> like Just let him, because it's like he's got, now he's in the, you know, the, the mind fuck stage right now where it's, you know, he knows all he has to do is score and things are going to start to fall into place. But we are like so close, not close at all. So close, not so much, you know, and it's, it's getting frustrating. And then you just kind of, then you start to get sloppy and then now you're just, you know, shooting at whatever. Um, so you know, I don't know, like maybe, maybe Carolina game today, you know, their fans are, I can't stand Predators fans. I can't, I'm just starting to like, be like, I hate all fans, but us, <laughs> um, <laughs> but maybe some, maybe, maybe something will click and it'll be like, Hey, Christmas miracle. Like, let's just see him score something because the desire and the drive and the commitment is there. Just cut him, you know, just let him get one. Well, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad you brought all of that up, Anna, because I, for one, am getting a little tired too of the dialogue. It's like, uh, okay, well he's gone now. What is it? 11 games, 12 games without a goal. This is easily his longest drought. 
maybe he's washed up. Maybe he's at the end of the line. Okay, well, fine. Say all you want, but here is okay. So yes, one game. This is one game. I get that. But here are some raw numbers for you. Okay, from last night's game. No goals, true, but one assist and one point. Six shots on goal. Mm-hmm. Six. That led the team. Mm-hmm. And okay, so let me see if I get if I'm reaching you out there on the, uh, the you on the other side of the earbuds, the speakers, what have you. Six shots on goal. One, two, three, four, five, six. Maybe none of them go in. But he's still putting out the effort. And by the way, speaking of effort, 21 shifts for a total of 23 minutes and 7 seconds on ice. There's only one guy who was on the ice longer than he was. Okay, so you're curious. Yes, of course it was John Carlson. Who else? <laughs> uh, sorry, I didn't know if you were asking me. I was Sorry. No, no, I it wasn't. I was just put. I was just putting that out there. But you know, somebody listening will be like, "Well, who was it?" Yeah. Um. But John yeah, mm-hmm. John, of course, John Carlson. But I'm just saying, you know, he's still producing. Okay, yeah, he's not getting goals that are upping that counter towards the record. Yeah. But don't we think he knows that? I mean. He, like, Shit, people like, you know, all we did last season was talk about this countdown um, to the point where we're like, I have the bobblehead countdown like like he doesn't know. <laughs> I mean, come on. And it's not. And th- and that's that's what's so annoying is like people are always oh, washed up. Really? What are you doing? Are you 38 playing hockey? Don't think so. Shut the hell up. What do you know? I wish I had half the energy that he has. When I was 38 years old. Exactly. I mean, I was like, you know, whatever. It just It's that negativity that just gets me so pissed because you know as soon as he scores, everyone's going to be like, that's right, that's our captain wearing his jersey. So oh, everybody, ready yeah. ready to burn it like the last couple of weeks. And now you're, you know, his favorite fan and ready to get, you know, his face tattooed on your ass or something. So... <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> Give me a break. But yeah, that's that's just that's where I'm at with the, with the stuff. Like, I there's so many comments. I'm like, hey, you know what? When they score, I'm gonna post something or whatever. I can't get into the group chats because I'm about. I feel like if I could jump through my phone and throat punch a couple of people, I would. <laughs> not a, not that I'm in a bah humbug and I'm not in a in a good in this in a you know winter festivist mood because i am and i love our team and i love our fans when they're fans they're not being you know critical and uh yes critical or constructive criticism is being offered but when you're out there just being a jerk just to be a jerk yeah nope which unfortunately a lot of these and again, I'm doing the air quotes that you can't see with my fingers. Fans mm-hmm. do. Uh, I think I think yeah. a lot of them do that just because, oh, look at me. I'm smart. I'm making this witty observation and, and being funny at the same time. Right. I, I'm, I'm my own meme. Ha ha ha. <laughs> yeah. 
Go fester in your mom's basement. Uh, 100%. And you know, a lot of these, a lot of these so-called fans are going to be the same ones that as soon as he has his first two goal game this year, they're going to come right. Like, like you just said, they're going to come right back out of the woodwork, crawl from whatever hole they were hiding Uh and say, Oh yeah, I was with him the whole time. Uh, Yeah, sure. Yeah. And depending on who is between the pipes, they're going to be like, I knew Kemper had it in him. I knew Lindgren was our guy. <laughs> Shut up. Sure. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. when, when is a team loses a team? And yeah. I, I think too many fans, too many fans have gotten so jaded and so, so spoiled at watching this team have so much success. You know, I, and I hate to take this tone, but, until I stop seeing it become so prevalent in so many rooms and so many, you know, so many places. Um, and this is why, this is why we're on, you know, the motivation that we are, because when you learn to watch the game as a better educated fan, like Anna said, you learn to look out for and appreciate the ebb and the flow that, uh, you know, is a full season um, in any sport for that matter. Um, I hate to go back to this team because, yes, I know they're not the Caps, but there was a point where, and uh, Anna, you may want to cover your ears, but there was a <laughs> point where the Niners lost, what was it, back-to-back games, three games? Oh, yeah. Well, and there was also uh, a point where the Niners lost several seasons <laughs> like they were a terrible team because it was a rebuilding time right it was you know and 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 we'll even keep it local look at the commanders everybody was the bigger biggest commanders fan week one week one and it faded <laughs> and it's still fading um because they don't understand that hey they're gonna have a new coach next season they've got you know they had all their changes this this is what happens like again how boring would it be if your team was you know 84 and 0 every season like it's not possible but it would also be incredibly boring so that's why every team has vets every team has new players coming up that are younger faster quicker skills it's kind of cool to see because at one point our vets were those players as well you know, so it's so it's nice to see when you can get a chemistry going um, of lines of, you know, players who are like, oh, my God, Ovechkin was my idol growing up. And he's like, dude, I'm only 38. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like and these kids are excited and they are kids. Some of the 18 year olds out there. My God, 18. I'm surprised I wasn't arrested, but I was like, okay, I was <laughs> finishing high school. Like, oh my God, like this is amazing. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, you know, even though this is, this is my last episode of the year and I'm not being snarky about it. I'm just very matter of fact, which is kind of my personality. I'm supporting this team and people need to start getting around, um, not just the Oshis and the Ovechkins, you know, like, we have to start focusing and cheering on and supporting all of the players and not just getting, you know, stupid because number eight hasn't scored. He will score. I promise you, he will score <laughs> multiple times. Um, but just, you know, 
hopefully he's not even on social media because I'm sure they're like, we always joke about, you know, the, 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 um, I don't even know what you want to call it. You know, the creepers in the basement kind of thing. Um, who want to just say all this trash just because they can really, I'd love to see you say it to his face. Uh, I, I, really. I'd love for you to, to just be like, Hey, I've never played the sport and I don't know how to skate, but let me tell you what I think is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's like, come on. So hopefully he's, he's not even paying. I don't think he is paying attention to any of that shit, but it's not like he's not aware that he hasn't scored in 11 games. Or however many. Right. And again, as as I like to point out, it's not as if, okay, so he's not scoring goals, but, but he's exactly. still he's still making a contribution. And he's still committed to the team. Yep. Do you hear him asking for a trade? Do you hear him complaining about his ice? Hell, do you hear him complaining, period? No. Okay. Okay. Scratch that. Yeah. He's complaining a little bit, but only about himself. Right. But he's not getting it done. He's not complaining about the coaching. He's not complaining about the team. He's not being this soft, self-centered a-hole that, well, okay. Maybe some, maybe some have made him out to be even now. Maybe he was like that early in his career. Maybe because he was a younger, less wiser guy. Uh, Who wasn't cocky when they were younger? Exactly. But now he's, you know, gotten, he's earned his stripes and he's, he's older and wiser and he knows to look within. And, you know, I just, I don't. Okay. I do understand it. A lot of people, like, like we said, it's, it's a lot of people who are just, cynical and can't see the good if it sat on their face and did a wiggle dance but it's also people that are quick to turn on this team and again perspective people it's a retooling year it's a transitional year you're going to have games like this you're going to have hell they'll prop they're probably in for uh, a few weeks of this kind of thing if if we're being honest with ourselves because mm-hmm especially when you consider the schedule. But before we get to that, Anna, you mentioned the Mm 18-year-olds. I'm glad you did because, um, not not because, you know, you wanted to avoid any felony charges, but um, also the the World Junior Championships are coming up. Mm -hmm. And it's worth mentioning that two Caps prospects have made the uh, United States of America under-18 team. It's crazy. Uh, they be freaking awesome. Ryan Leonard. Mm-hmm. And um, I hope I got his first name right. Right. Uh, Ryan Chesley. Yeah. I think, I think it's Ryan Ryan's. Chesley, but the Chesley, the defenseman they drafted, uh, I think it was two seasons ago. Uh, that is uh, not getting, I think, as much love as he ought to be getting. But uh, I think uh, is uh, will be uh, a factor on this team for years to come when he's ready. Uh, we're talking three, four years down the road, but he's definitely one to watch. Uh, now, the guy I was surprised didn't make his team for Canada was uh, Andrew Cristal, um, but that's fine. Uh, that just leaves him more time with you know his, his uh, junior team to kind of stew about and say, all right, okay, fine, you leave me off. I'm 
I'll show all you people what I'm made of. And uh, that, that he's the kind of guy that, that thrives off of getting pissed off. So that fine, that, that, that's only going to be a good thing for him. Mm-hmm. Um, so Especially at that age. That, that'll, that'll be fine. I, well, I'm not, I'm not disappointed in him at all, but so again, the kids are just fine. Don't worry about the future. It's, it's a lock as far as I'm concerned. Now uh, let's uh, kind of put this thing in the old parking garage by uh, going over the, uh, the next few games, um, mm-hmm. to round out the year. Um, we've already mentioned it, uh, later on this evening, six o'clock puck drop. Um, it's the hurricanes who are starting their, well, not that they were playing horribly, but they weren't playing, um, as well as we're used to seeing them play. They actually have more regulation losses than the caps do. Uh, but part of that is because they played more regulation games than the caps have done, um, by a, strange quirk of scheduling incompetence um but yeah that's the next game this evening and um that that's going to be a real tough one because they're they're always a tough out um but i think if they, they show up and play their game that it'll actually be competitive which is what i'm wishing for Me too. they don't yep they don't play again until december the 20th uh that is a wednesday that's is that wednesday uh, when I'm on when I'm on break, I the days all just run together. So <laughs> that, that sure. actually, yeah, I, I flipped the calendar, and that actually is indeed a Wednesday, um, and that'll be on uh, TNT, fortunately or unfortunately, um, and they, that'll be against the Islanders, um, which again, you now pretty good team, and uh, a team we've already had some trouble against mm-hmm. this year, uh, so that'll be another test. Uh, and then um, the Blue Jackets the very next night, and I think the Caps are home. Let's see. Um, hmm, are they home against the Islanders? Trying to look. Uh, yes. So it's a back-to-back uh, quick homestand. Islanders on Wednesday, the next Thursday night against the Blue Jackets. So that is four games, three games in five nights, and then the fourth game in the sixth night, um, December 23rd. So Christmas Eve, Eve, um, they stay home, I believe it's against the Lightning. Do they stay home? Yes, they stay home against the Lightning for that tilt. So that takes us into Christmas Eve. And as Anna said, this is her last show of 2023. Um, so, uh, let me virtually reach across the aisle, the table and shake your hand for another year. Well done. (laughs) Bravo. Bravo. Thank you very much. But, uh, we have a guest co-host lined up for the Christmas Eve show. Um, if you're listening and uh, you want to be part of the show, we have, uh, the final episode of 2023, um, open for anyone who wants to join us then for our year end. Um, special um, episode who so who's whomsoever wishes to join me as co-host or commentator or a contributor um, those slots are open so that'll be uh, New Year's Eve and uh, I think we're going to go ahead and record earlier in the day so uh, y'all can uh, participate in your uh, whatever festive opportunities you will be partaking in whatever they may be you don't have to tell me Um. But yeah, we're only going to cover those four games 
next week. And then it'll be whatever the rest of the games are leading up to the calendar year. So that's what's in store. A lot of tough games. So that's why I say Caps are probably in for it. Uh, I think um, I think they need to start solidifying their lineup for one. It would be nice if we had a healthy koozie who would, I, I don't know if he's, um, I don't know where he's getting it from, uh, but I, I, I think we need for him to stop getting sick and, and uh, be a more consistent presence in the lineup. I think we need to stop with you know, Matt Phillips playing two minutes and 45 seconds a game. All right. I think that that kind of that needs to, that needs to go away. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe send him down to Hershey, give him some more time there um, or call up Hendricks and give him more time here. However, you want to figure that out. But wearing your guys out by playing one guy for, you know, less time than it takes for me to heat up my lunch in a microwave. I Come on. I, I love the coaching this year, but that that can't no sorry that that that's got to go that can't that's not sustainable is the word i'm looking for and i had hopes for him i still do but it's okay to learn we're learning yeah we're, we're learning and i i think in in some situations he'll you know he'll thrive but i still think he's among others he's still finding his way so that's one gripe. I, we don't really have time to go into some other gripes I have, but that that's really the one thing that I noticed. And, you know, again, it's, it's whatever causes a drag in your energy level is not something that is definitely not something, you know, kind of obvious to say that, but definitely not something that is beneficial to this team. And when you, when basically when your game is, outworking your opponent you need all the energy you've got so mm-hmm. whatever adds to that is what you've got to hang on to so right. coaching staff the team they need to find a way to do that and i think they'll be okay maybe not you know break out of the first round okay but okay enough as in you know maintaining being fun to watch which they still are for the most part absolutely okay so i think this is a good place to stop for the week and uh, anna once again thank you for all that you do for this this calendar year i will uh speak to you i'm sure uh at certain points in the holiday season oh yeah uh, and into next year when we get going again but thank you once again for all of you do and uh, all of uh, your talents and your lending your time and efforts and everything couldn't do it without you. Oh. Thank you so much. Oh, right back at you go. Right okay. back at you. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to flipping the calendar and, uh, and yeah, kicking some ass. Yes, definitely. All right. So for the last time for 2023 for the mermaid Ananox. Uh, This is the Blue Liner on Point signing off with the both of us and reminding you that if you think swimming with dolphins is an expensive proposition, you should try swimming with sharks. I know. It cost me an arm and a leg. I was really hoping for a Christmas miracle on this one, Gil, but... Well, call me Scrooge. All right. Hallelujah, and let's go, Caps. Go, Caps.
This has been another episode of the Power Playpoint Podcast. All episodes are available from Apple Podcasts, the Podbean app, blueliner77.podbean.com, and now available from Stitcher. Music by Joe McAllister, voiceover by Jeffrey Conkle. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Power Playpoint Podcast. Thanks for listening.